2: welcome to the wwe podcast mailbag it is thursday july 28th 2022 mr and mrs casual wrestling fan the main event of the show are coming up very soon I'm going to get through the voicemails, and then of course we'll get to the real reason that you're listening to this show. And Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan are going to join us right after we have a, only a few voicemails, so it's not going to be a, a long appetizer before you get the main course. And we hope that you join us throughout WrestleMania. Or rather, jeez, SummerSlam Week. I don't know why I keep saying WrestleMania. I've been doing that for like a month, but it is SummerSlam week. Only a couple days until SummerSlam itself, and that means we have wall-to-wall coverage. In fact, Mr. Casual Wrestling Fan is joining me tonight for a full preview and prediction show that'll be dropping late, late in the evening. I believe we're recording around 9, 930 Eastern Standard Time. So after we record and then I, uh, you know, going through the editing and things, probably more towards 1130 or midnight that I'll be dropping it. So most of you will get it on Friday morning. But uh, that is uh, what's going to be happening for SummerSlam preview. But of course, the actual event itself, I still am up in the air as whether or not I'm going to be able to watch it live with uh, things going on at the household here, but we'll see. And then the review show for SummerSlam is going to be coming to you as quickly as I can humanly get it to you. Of course, it's going to depend on whether or not I watch it live and all those factors and sleep deprivation and children waking up in the middle of the night and uh, yeah, the, all that kind of stuff. And so I will do my darndest to uh, to make sure that you guys get it as quickly as possible, because I know after we all watch the, the show, you want that instant reaction. You want to hear what somebody else thinks. You want to go live. You want to, all, all these things. And I definitely have considered in the past doing a live actual show through blog talk radio and getting your live feedback. And maybe that'll be something I do moving forward. But the problem is, even if I was able to watch everything live, by the time I go on the air, it's like 11, 1130 sometimes. And, you know, it's just so late. I don't want to fall asleep on the mic. And I want the review show to be quality. So anyway, I want to uh, thank you for joining me here on the WWE podcast. We do ad free shows if you haven't heard It's WWE podcast on Patreon. So patreon.com slash WWE podcast dollar a month, $1 a month. And it's a great time to do that because we have a 24 seven discord server chat area that only patrons have access to that you can be a part of during SummerSlam, which means if you want to give your opinion live, we also have a voice chat area. On Patreon, there's a voice chat area where you could speak if you don't want to type, but you get to see everyone else's reactions, including contributing to the conversation. It's a lot of fun during, especially during those premium live events. It's so much fun, so I'd really encourage you. That's something you get access to. But one other thing that I would say, and I will dive right into the voicemails as we always open with, uh, you know, <laughs> the, the housekeeping stuff. But it's important is the the fact that I do an hour long. Uh, video show that is exclusive to the DuPont network. It's a free network to sign up for. It doesn't cost you anything, okay? It's 100% free and it allows it, it gives you it gives you free streaming television with certain shows as well as this show exclusively that airs every Saturday at 8 p.m. for an hour. You don't hear anything. This this video is not put on YouTube. It's not put in audio form on this feed. It's nowhere else but there. And you can sign up for free. I'd really uh, encourage you to do so at dupontnow.com. That's dupontnow.com, D-U-P-O-N-T. Now.com. D U P O N T. Now.com. The DuPont Network, they have done a great job of giving you guys video on demand for free, live TV for free. And I'd really encourage you as we go into deeper into the wrestling season and actually start to think about WrestleMania, including SummerSlam stuff that leads to WrestleMania. A lot of stuff that'll happen on Saturday, one or two things you can guarantee will lead all the way to WrestleMania. It is going to be WrestleMania season before you know it, and it's a great place to be because you get exclusive one-hour video from me that's nowhere else, and it really does help out their network as well. So, consider signing up. It's 100% free. dupontnow.com, and again, Saturday at 8 p.m. Now, this Saturday isn't exactly great timing (laughs) because SummerSlam, of course, is Saturday night, so you may be competing, and and I know that SummerSlam is way more important, but... That is something that I'd really encourage you to do and it would help them out, help me out, and I I would uh, encourage you. So, okay, let's dive into the voicemails, guys, and then we'll get to Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan. So let's start. I believe this is one of the Kyles, so let's find out which one it is. Here we go.
3: Hey, it's Kyle from Boston Marcel. I wanted to talk about the Becky Lynch B Belair feud and how why I think Becky should win the championship back at SummerSlam. Because everything's WrestleMania Bianca has done absolutely nothing since, since, she, since she became champion. Kind of remind me of when she became the SmackDown champion. As well, she's been a very boring champion. I felt like Bailey carried, carried, that, carried that feud when well, she was feuding with Bailey, and I feel the same with Becky right now. So like, Becky is carrying, carrying the feud. I don't know if it's because Becky's a better talker, or she just has a better present, as she knows a character. She had like three different personalities, whether it was the man, Big Time Decks Now, or The Last Kicker. Bianca just been in the EST since, since she wasn't since, since she was on NXT, so I think you know this has been yes people may like her but as a character there's nothing there she's just repeating herself and she keeps saying the redemption story to 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 what happened to her at Summerslam. I was thinking to myself what she said though it's like Bianca you had your redemption when you won the championship at, at, at WrestleMania so I don't know what you're talking about. So this is, she makes no sense in her, within her promos. I made no sense last week. I don't know what she was saying. Um, but yeah, point is Becky should win the championship back at, at SummerSlam because it makes so much sense. Becky's the most popular. If Becky's more popular than Bianca Belair, I feel be like a problem if you're, if you're, you're Bianca champion. So can't put the title back on Becky and just do a double turn. Becky, you have the baby face and Bianca at the heel, but that's it. they try and call him by.
2: Yes Kyle this match at SummerSlam is so interesting to me on a number of levels now from a wrestling perspective you know I know everyone knows from a wrestling perspective in ring there is going to be no issue with quality it could absolutely it could even be a con- match of the night contender no doubt about it but the issue here is not not the match quality never in question and really when you look at WWE's roster match quality is very rarely a problem it's always story and character depth and logic but This one here is so interesting to me from the perspective of crowd reaction. And as you said, uh, Becky Lynch and her popularity, there's something here that's been going on for a while. As you said, last year, she was a SmackDown Women's Champion, and that was wonderful. And I think she actually had a much more successful, more fun, uh, crowd-supported run than this time. This time, she has felt anything but exciting. She's Like you said, she's, all she does is repeat the same lines. She even came out, when her and Becky, when Becky came out this past week on Raw to confront her, all she had to say to Becky was, oh, I'm the EST. It's like, you, you've been saying that for two years. Like, you know, enough. And I think the fans have had enough as well. But if that's all you have to say, you're the greatest, you're the fastest, you're the best, you're the smartest, you're the bestest, you're the Shut up. Like, enough, you know? And the crowd reaction is starting to... To follow suit with that, th- those flaws that are becoming very apparent in uh, in uh, Bianca, and when I say flaws, I more mean like it's a, it's a cool gimmick, and it's amazing they've been able to make it a babyface gimmick. And It's a testament to creative and really to more to Bianca to be likable with such a heel gimmick. But to me, they have squeezed all of the babyface juice out of this current version of Bianca that they can. And they've had nothing else to do. They don't know what else to do. And I think they've been treading water for this double turn at SummerSlam. If Bianca outright beats Becky at SummerSlam, I think people are going to be pissed. I think there's a general feeling that Becky is more exciting, more fun as champion. Now, we just saw Becky dropped the belt, what, like a few months ago? You know, so but Becky's more fun as champion. She's a better promo. She changes her look up. She changes her character. She always evolves in her promos. Fans respect that. Fans, it's really also the music that they haven't changed is really hard to hate. It's a fun babyface music. Becky's inherently difficult to hate because she is the one that the fans elevated to the main event of WrestleMania. There's the respect factor there. There's a lot here. And think about this if they do the double turn here, when I absolutely think they should absolutely think they should Bianca would it would refresh Bianca instantly Becky already isn't really hated people don't want to hate her it's the stone cold Steve Austin turn all over again and you have the other side when you look at Smackdown where we have of course Liv Morgan and uh, Ronda Rousey and people are also wanting to turn do a double turn around not a double turn but have Ronda turn heel there I think Liv should be babyface no doubt about it but I think Ronda turning heel is already in the in the works organically or maybe by design. The purpose of me saying that is I think you're going to have at WrestleMania finally, for the love of God, one on one. Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey, no third party. Okay, we finally get to that. And it's Ronda as a heel, Becky as a baby face. End of story. And you could do the turn here at SummerSlam. So I think that's what could happen. Maybe one of them interferes in the other's matches, the other's match. It's possible, you know, maybe they're both at the, at the event. People I've heard haven't heard anyone say that. I don't think it's a likely scenario, but it's possible to get them to, to WrestleMania because SummerSlam, as we've seen in years past, at least one or two scenarios that happen at SummerSlam lead all the way to WrestleMania. So that's a possibility. So if you turn them both back to the roles that they both belong in, of heel for Becky, or rather heel for uh, Ronda and baby face for Becky, you've got a WrestleMania match set up six months, seven months in advance. But yeah, Bianca as a heel is so much more exciting to me. She's boring as hell, and I've ranted on too long about this. So, whew, Kyle, you got me all fired up about this. Let's get to the next voicemail.
4: Hey, man, this is Justin from Maryland. Just want to get my thoughts on a couple of topics heading to SummerSlam this Saturday. So, first, I want to touch on Seth and Riddle. I definitely enjoyed um, when Seth came out at the end. I kind of knew it. I I thought that he would, like, cause a DQ or something, but I knew that he was going to, uh, at some point, come out. So, I enjoyed his little interaction with Roman. It gave me goosebumps because I'm looking forward to To them having another program, but I enjoyed Seth attacking Riddle. I'm hoping it's not a sign that Riddle's going to win because normally the person that gets the one up before the pay-per-view loses, but hopefully Seth wins because he hasn't won a pay-per-view or a big match in a long time, so hopefully he still wins. I think they're going to put on a good match, but I feel like Seth needs this win way more than Riddle. For like Riddle, because he just, Riddle just took the pinfall in the tag match, so I think Riddle will, you know, recover after a loss, but hopefully Seth wins. Next Edge, um, I was kind of disappointed he didn't return, but it looks like they're setting that up for SummerSlam. Um, I don't know, do you think that he'll, that he'll return when the match is over, or he'll return during the match to help them win? Because I feel like um, Judgment Day, they, they've been kind of iffy with me. Like, they they just lost another match, even though it's by DQ, they lost. But we came back, so they got their heat back when they attacked um, the Mysterios. And I like how fan was like, it's not your anniversary, it's my birthday. That was a great line. So hopefully – hopefully – the judgment day wins and then edge comes out after and then beats them down so and also i like how rhea attacked aaliyah um mysterio's daughter because apparently she's dating buddy matthews and i remember that kiss so i feel like that was a good little story um but finally alexa bliss um she gave a promo saying she was going to challenge the next um champion so hopefully we do get her and Bianca. I don't think she'll win because I think Rhea's going to take the title off her. But hopefully, like, I definitely want to see Alexa as champion. But Rhea, I don't know. It's either Rhea or Alexa. And I want Alexa to feel with Rhea, too, because that would be a good story. They're both dark characters. So looking forward to that down the road. But, yeah, um, I like the Alexa program. She keeps, I'm sorry, I like her promo. And I like how she's going to go after the next champion. So, that's good. So, I think
2: that's it. Justin, what's going on, buddy? I hope you enjoy SummerSlam and looking forward to hearing your thoughts next week. It's going to be a lot of fun next week. I'm sure there's a lot to look forward to, I have to say. I know that a lot of people aren't very particularly interested when you look at this card on paper. But I think there's going to be some surprises. There has to be a couple of returns. To me, the most, uh, I'll get to your questions in a minute. I don't mean to veer off already. But I think the two returns that are the highest of likelihood are Bailey and Edge. And to your point about Edge, yeah, I think that what they should do, as Edge is nearly guaranteed to return at SummerSlam, it makes the most sense, is have him beat down the Judgment Day after the match because the, the Judgment Day will probably win by hook or crook. Rhea gets involved, and then you have Edge return. So the lights go out. Whatever his new entrance, his new gimmick is—I I don't know what it is or who what it what the hell it is because we didn't get any teaser of weird stuff uh, last. Um, last monday night about you know some cryptic video that actually didn't happen but it has to happen from edge and and you know there's still a small chance bray wyatt could also come out i I doubt it i'd give like bray wyatt a two percent chance i'm still holding out hope but it's more than likely it's edge and with that said i think edge whatever his gimmick is it's going to be babyface. I'm still not on board for this at all. Now, Edge is going to get a big reaction, but Edge was so damn good in the Judgment Day. What are they thinking? You know, it's, it's going to be fun to see what Triple H envision, envisions with this whole thing. I want to see what Triple H does now that he's at the head of creative and he gets, <laughs> he's the head of creative a week before their second biggest pay-per-view of the year at SummerSlam. I, I'm, you know, that's a—it's a hell of a spot to be in, but maybe he just adopts whatever Vince was going to do. We'll never know, but... Edge returning is going to be a lot of fun. Riddle. Now, obviously, you, you uh, didn't get the news before you sent that voicemail, given that Seth and Riddle aren't happening now. Seth Rollins and Riddle is not happening at SummerSlam. Riddle is, quote unquote, injured. It's a storyline. It's not in, in reality, which means Seth has a, probably a mystery opponent. Seth's new opponent will be named at SummerSlam. Who that could be? I don't know. I mean, could it be Cody Rhodes? Who know I doubt it Cody Rhodes just had major surgery it's nearly impossible you know I you know I I don't I doubt it would give unless Cody Rhodes has some kind of superhuman healing powers it's probably not Cody but they're gonna get to Cody and Seth part four probably towards Rumble SummerSlam if you're on the timetable that is normal for that type of surgery and recovery so Seth and Rollins or sorry uh, Seth and Cody going to happen probably part four at Rumble or Mania, but who his opponent's going to be at SummerSlam? Honestly, I don't know, but whoever it is, they better have a good reason for getting rid of Riddle on this pay-per-view. Could it be Randy Orton? Could Randy Orton be the one? Randy Orton may be the one. We haven't heard much about Randy. So if they were, if they get rid of Riddle, they must have a bigger name involved here because it can't just be some unnamed or, you know, somebody that doesn't have anything going on. But even if it's Randy, like that means Seth loses again. Seth losing is something that we've just become accustomed to, but keep rooting for them to turn it around. And I think Seth, if it's a mystery opponent, I don't know. I mean, you would imagine it's Cody Rhodes because Cody Rhodes did this to him at WrestleMania where he was the mystery opponent for Seth at Mania, which is why Seth said he lost. But again, injury wise, it's almost impossible. So whoever it is, I just hope Seth wins. He needs a big win on a big stage. He just <laughs> I'm tired of him beating Ezekiel and people counting Ezekiel as some kind of notch on his belt or something he can put on his resume. You know, so I think that it's its kind of disappointing. Riddle and Seth isn't happening, but at least for now, I'm sure that they'll get to it. So uh, and Alexa Bliss. Yeah, can we put her in some kind of match that actually doesn't have her just beating Nikki uh, Cross or having or her uh, Nikki Ash or beating Dewdrop? Can we can we get you know Alexa in something relevant? It's been years. She spent like two years backstage in a playground or uh, being mesmerized by Lily or in therapy, and she'd have a match like once a year. And now she's back with Lily, still inexplicably, and then she's declaring that she's going to go after the next uh, women's champion, which I like, but I, I'll believe it when I see it. All right, Justin, thank you. Let's get to our next voicemail.
0: Hello, everyone. This is Memphis Mark coming to you from Mullet Manor. Had to take a week off there, do a little dad stuff. So got to catch this last week's show. Man, I'll tell you what. I keep thinking they're trying to build uh, Montez Ford up like uh, in the mold of Shawn Michaels.
5: Hmm.
0: I'm not sure about that, but, you know, does seem like it. And then what almost was the malfunction at Betty's back junction. Uh Becky uh, uh had the uh wardrobe malfunction and almost lost the the back of her clothing, which I thought was pretty funny. She kept going on, just like Montez Ford did when he broke his nose, man. Hey, give him credit. That man was still flying around with a broke nose, man. And uh real quickly uh, Cody getting the prestigious ESPN award at the ESPYs. and that's usually held out for whoever's done the most for the WWE that year. It's kind of like a congratulations if, uh, one of the, you know, Stephanie or somebody did want to go. And, uh, and, and, uh, Cody got it. So I was pretty, uh, I was pretty, uh, surprised about that. And a little quick wrestling history. On this day, Dusty uh, Rhodes, which was announced out of Minnesota back then, I believe this is in the early 80s, tried to ride a bull at a local rodeo. Yeah. Well, it didn't go so well. He lasted one second. One second. So, lasted one second. I'm going to cut this a little short. Everybody's and neuter. Rescue if you can. This is Memphis Mark, and I'm out.
2: Yes, 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 yes. There he is. And guys, Memphis Mark is now our NXT review co-host. Really glad to have him be a part of the team here. He will be reviewing NXT moving forward every week. So really glad that he can uh, be an official part of the team here. It's going to be a lot of fun to hear his perspective because it's always it's always great. I mean, it really is. I'm not just blowing smoke. It is. I mean, it's, it's, it's so cool to have somebody that's just... So filled with wrestling knowledge that would put most of us to shame, especially historical knowledge, which is kind of what knowledge is, right? All knowledge is historical. See, I'm exposing my stupidity. But uh, thank you for from Memphis Mark for giving us that uh, little bit of tidbit. How many people knew that about Dusty Rhodes? <laughs> Probably zero. Okay? Uh, and and it's, it's imagining Dusty Rhodes on a mechanical bull is uh, yeah definitely something that is. It's believable that one second was probably his extent of the uh, the time on that bowl. Uh, but as far as the malfunction of Becky Lynch's wardrobe, yeah, I mean, that, that happens from time to time. And I'm sure the teenage boys out there are like, ooh, 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 ooh right? As I did when I was 15 to 18, right? It's kind of what you did. And you're like, oh, wait. And, you know, there have been some slip ups. Even Stephanie McMahon had a slip up at one point for those that are interested in uh, looking that up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Becky Lynch did, a uh, you know, did the best they could with those things. And they know it's going to happen from time to time. But the broken nose from Montez Ford, man. Yeah, I can't wait. I will say until Montez Ford finally breaks away, it's not going to happen yet. Hell, they could probably win and likely will win the, the uh, undisputed tag team belts at SummerSlam. But once they break up, I'm looking for Montez Ford to go just shoot straight to the moon. Here, I mean, I, Montez Ford has so much charisma. His athleticism, as we all know, isn't is you know next level, otherworldly, and he's kind of the underdog. He's a smaller guy compared to most, but he's he's muscular, small, and so many guys paving the way before him have you know broken down a lot of those barriers. But it's still he can still be viewed as the underdog. And his promos would be filled with passion. The guy is just a, a you know walking cartoon, and I mean that in the best way in terms of just like he's larger than life. So I'm looking forward to them breaking up. But, you know, in the interim, there's still some juice left to squeeze out of the, uh, the, the Street Profits tag team. There's still some left. I don't think there's a lot, a lot. I mean, I'd say like, you know, 50 percent or less. <laughs> the juice is already gone. But all right. So thanks, Mark. Looking forward to hearing your next NXT review, which, by the way, guys, his first one is already up, so check that out for the, from this week. So let's get to our final voicemail, and then you guys get the main event here. You get the main course, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan, after uh, we get through this next voicemail. So here we go.
5: Hey, this is the heel of the show, Mr. Dennis McGinley. Uh, for the camel face talking donkey-butt-waving, Mr. Casual Wrestling Fan, that was my music intro. Uh Matt, uh did you hear that Triple H might be making Raw a two hour show? Uh I think that might be a good idea. Um I just thought I I want your thoughts on it. Um, another thing is uh Uh, this past Monday, uh, I saw a segment where they showed Cody Rhodes, and he looked pretty good for, after surgery. Uh, I have one question, was the, the injury that he had on the show storyline, or was it real? Uh to me it seemed more storyline than uh his heels blew real quick. Um anyway, so all of your donkey butts and camel faces looking cockroach cockroaches go bow to your take over show himself
2: I'm out oh my gosh Dennis I felt the struggle I felt the struggle in your voice for trying not to cuss on the show and I appreciate it because it would have caused me more time to edit so I felt it. You were using as much PG language as you could, and you, I felt it. It was like it was like, oh, he's gonna go for, he's gonna, And you didn't. You said something that was a more family friendly. So, <laughs> um, but have I heard about Triple H wanting to bring Raw to two hours? I've been hearing about that since he was, you know, COO. It's something he has said that you know the third hour. He's alluded to it that the third hour is just exponentially more difficult, given that it's a thirty-three percent longer show. And that third hour, he said, is just killer. And and I totally believe that if that's true, he would want that to happen. Now, it's not just his call. That would be something going up all the way to the top with Nick Khan and Stephanie and uh, the board of directors. That's something that's a major decision. And actually, Vince would have a say in that because he's the majority shareholder. That's a major business decision. That's not a day to day creative. Vince, as the majority shareholder, would actually have a say in that. So will people love that or not? But that said, I think that it, it everyone, everyone universally from the people who set up the, uh, the, the pyro to the stage, to the ring crew, to the referees, to the travel agents, to backstage, to creative, to like the, the, obviously the wrestlers, announcers, fans, everyone unanimously at once would say, for the love of God, please, two hours, please more is not better. Now they did it because of the, uh, the their perceived ability to create more revenue because the longer the show is, the more ad spots they can run, the more money they would make. However, if they reduce the show to two hours, they could focus on quality, which increased quality would typically mean increased viewership. Increased viewership would mean that those ad spots that do run in two hours instead of three would be more expensive for advertisers to run which means they could make their back their third hour loss or more if they're uh you know their um their re- their ratings go up but that's the benefit of course quality 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 not just filler 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 which is a lot of money net raw at times so uh dennis <laughs> thanks buddy all right everybody let's move on to Mr. and Mrs. Casual wrestling fan and see what they have to say this week. Thanks everybody for listening. Of course, I'll be back later tonight for your SummerSlam preview and prediction show with Mr. Casual wrestling fan himself. So that's gonna be a blast as we cover the entire card from top to bottom so let's get to them in terms of the mailbag here and don't forget to sign up for the dupont now network 100 free you get to watch me every saturday at eight o'clock on top of actual free tv they've got free television great quality by the way dupontnow.com 100 for free all right thanks everybody for listening let's get to mr and mrs couch wrestling fan and you know you know what i'm gonna say guys guess what day it is time.
1: guess what day it is it's takeover time With none other than Mr. Casual Wrestling Fan And I got my beautiful wife Miss Casual Wrestling Fan with me live here in studio That's right, we're in the studio Hello Shout out to you How you doing today my love?
6: I'm doing well
1: That's right We're going to read some emails We're going to read some predictions We're going to read some rants And guess what? We're going to have fun doing it So if you're listening to this Welcome to the SummerSlam TakeOver Edition By yours truly Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan and we're not going to waste any time because Matt has already gave us a couple emails to start with. And the first one comes from the Casual Wrestling Crew's own
6: Detroit Kyle.
1: Detroit Kyle. What's up, buddy? See, I forgot. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I'm <Miss> just <Taylor Russell laughs> fan with the assist. I saved
6: it.
4: Hey, hey,
1: she did. Shout out to Detroit Kyle, man. Hey, we like Detroit Kyle, shout out to Detroit Kyle, and we're going to get straight into your letter, Detroit Kyle, in 3, 2, 1.
6: Hello everyone, Detroit Kyle is back in your emails, yes sir, it's, a, it's an exciting time in the WWE right now, with all the changes going on recently, like Stephanie McMahon and Nick Kahn being the new CEO. I'm sorry, new co-CEOs in Triple H taking over head of creative and talent relations. WWE changing their rating to TV14 soon. And of course, the biggest news of Vince McMahon's retirement. There's a lot to look forward to in the WWE. With all this news, I thought it was appropriate to quote one of the most influential and boundary-breaking factions of all time. Degeneration X.
1: All right, so I'm going to do this one, you guys, because this right here is for none other than Detroit Kyle, because if you write it, we read it, so that's what we're going to do. Oh, you didn't know? Well, your ass better call somebody. I need the music for this. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Detroit Kyle and the Mr. and Mrs. Castle wrestling crew proudly present to you, it's your WWE podcast, world champions of the world. With Mr. Casual Wrestling Fan and Miss Casual Wrestling Fan and the Casual Wrestling Crew. And if you ain't down with that, we got two words for you. And it ain't acknowledge me, it's suck it. <laughs> now, on to your letter, Detroit Kyle.
6: Now, <laughs> on to SummerSlam. I will go through my predictions and then, as I love to do, I will give a little fancy booking for each match. Let's start at what I would call the bottom of the card. Pat McAfee takes on Happy Corbin. Pat will win, and Corbin will move on to pick up on some other babyface. I enjoyed Pat's match at WrestleMania, and I think he and Corbin can make this entertaining. Honestly, though, I don't even have any fantasy booking ideas for this very predictable match. I would just like to see some big change in Corbin's character soon.
1: Yeah, I'm tired of Happy Corbin, but um, he said Pat Matt wins, and Vegas agrees with you, sir.
6: <laughs> Another match I don't care too much about is Logan Paul versus The Miz. Logan will probably get the win here and then receive a vicious beatdown from Miz and Champa. Champa, my bad. After the match, I can see AJ Styles maybe running in to save Logan during his beatdown to help get the crowd behind Logan. WWE is desperately trying to get Logan Paul over as a babyface, but judging by the crowd's reaction on Monday Night Raw this week, that is going to be nearly impossible. After Miz delivered his skull crushing finale on Logan, the crowd was cheering one more time, so WWE will have to do something drastic to get Logan over with the fans. If I was booking this match, I would not have AJ involved. But rather, I would have Champa turn on Miz at the last second and have Logan and Champa beat down Miz. Nobody cares about either of these people winning, so why not shift the focus onto Champa turning face with Logan? I think fans would really get behind Champa and therefore behind Logan.
1: Okay, um, well, we're going to start off with the Logan Paul pick. Vegas agrees with you. Logan Paul is. A heavy favorite to beat the Miz. Uh,
6: unfortunately.
1: Number two. I, 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 I'm going to be honest because me and Ms. Cashier, a talk fan talked about this. I don't see Logan Paul getting over as a face. He, he's he got heel He He should be a heel. Him and the Miz should work together. They should be teams. I, I'm okay with him and Logan Paul and, and Miz turning on Ciampa. I don't care. I mean, but as far as Ciampa turning on the Miz... I mean, we know Champa from NXT, so we actually know who he is. But if we didn't watch NXT and we were the WWE fans, we wouldn't give a damn <laughs> he turned on the Miz at all. So I don't, I don't, I think all three people are, are kind of irrelevant. I mean, the Miz is probably the biggest draw out of all three of them. And if I'm booking it, I'm putting the Miz over.
6: Me too.
1: I mean, that's I my call. But if I'm picking, uh, <laughs> that's for a different. <laughs> at a different time. But, Next. Uh, let keep going. We
6: have Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins. This is a fight where most people really want to see Seth win, but I predict Seth loses another match here with Riddle eating a pin from Roman on Monday night and Seth beating him up afterwards. The go home math adds up to a Riddle win at SummerSlam. I can see Riddle and Seth having one or two more matches similar to Seth and Cody's feud. I'm predicting that Riddle wins the first two matches, and then after Seth wins the third match, Cody returns to take on Seth again. If I'm booking this match, I'd love to see KO get involved with this feud. Whether it be to defend Riddle, to convince Riddle to create Bro-KO, which I am so behind, or KO can come out and prevent Riddle from winning because he turned KO down. Either way, this match has great potential to be a banker.
1: Alright, assuming that the rumors aren't true that Riddle is actually hurt, <laughs> which is the current rumors in the that match. That's a
6: rumor. When
1: the match is postponed. Yeah. Um. If this match does go, I mean, I got Riddle winning. Um, really? And who's the favorite? And uh, I think Riddle's the favorite. So.
6: Huh. I had Seth. What so, do you know?
1: Riddle's your favorite. <laughs> um. I don't see Riddle losing. I mean, I don't see Seth winning. I, I guess that's more the truth. I don't see Seth winning. If I booked it, I'd have Seth lose. I mean, I don't feel like Seth needs to win. You know? For no. all you people out there, sorry, Mini Ram. I mean,
6: he is a superstar.
1: Mini Ram, for all you people out there the same man, Seth needs to win a match. Seth, Seth lose all the time. Seth is established. Seth don't need to win nothing. Seth can lose every match in 2022, and he's still a threat to be the champion in 2023. Seth's in a great spot. He's credible as hell. Hey, we riding with Seth Rollins. But I think Riddle wins the match, if they have.
6: Over to the women's side of things. The Raw Women's Championship with Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch. These two had my personal favorite match of WrestleMania 38. And I can't wait to see them go at it again. Possible show stealer. My prediction is that Bianca retains her title. But she does so via hook or crook and heel tactics. And we finally see the double turn we've all been waiting for. Becky turns back babyface and Bianca turns heel. My fantasy booking would be to have the double turn but have Becky win. And as Becky is holding up her new title, out comes Asuka to beat her down, yelling, No one is ready for (laughs) Asuka. Then we would have a triple turn with Asuka turning heel. Oh, man. All right. Well, who the thing's going to
1: win, though? Who was this pig? who's your pick he Detroit said Bianca would retain okay. he said Bianca for the retain guess what Detroit Cow Vegas agrees with you um, man, as far as the turn goes I, I, I would like to see Bianca turn but this is the only problem I have with it because it feels like to me sometimes fans they latch on to something they hear yeah. oh double turn that sounds good I don't want to see Becky face I think Becky's where she needs to be. Mm-hmm. She's in a Seth Rollins type of role where she's cheered, even mm-hmm. though she does heel work. You can't, you can't beat it. She done told you she ain't no little blue choo-choo. So <laughs> she so she damn sure ain't finna turn uh uh face, and I wouldn't want to see a face. I You guys know, y'all been listening. Miss Cow Wrestling fan has been a Becky Lynch fan since she came back That's on, right. on, on Cloud9. Yep. Miss Calder Wrestling fan hadn't liked what she was putting down because she wasn't being healed but she's now doing great heel work leave her alone now as far as bianca turning the heel i'm for that too now bianca will make a good heel only problem you got a whole lot of heels you know who, who would face bianca to take the belt off of as a face and i know everybody's yelling that they listening to devices right now <laughs> Oh, most still, definitely. And, and I still want to see Becky. I mean, excuse me. I want to see Bianca Rhea. I'm still here for that. Yeah, Rhea just came back. I'm I'm yes. here for that. Oh, I'm okay with Bianca losing to to uh, Rhea coming in or something. I'm cool with that. Okay. But um.
6: The other women's match yeah, yeah. on the card is the SmackDown Women's Championship Boom. with Liv Morgan and Ronda Rousey.
1: Boom.
6: I'm predicting Liv retains the title here and we see a return of Charlotte to challenge her or Ronda. I agree, by the way. If I'm fantasy booking, my dream would be for Bailey to return here and get involved, either with the match itself or start a feud with Liv or Ronda. You really could go either way with Bailey's character since Liv and Rhonda are both baby faces. Bailey could either challenge Liv for a title shot or she could interfere to make Rhonda lose and start a feud with Rhonda, and that frees up Liv to defend against other people on the roster. The possibilities here are endless. But I believe the outcome of Liv retaining is predictable, especially considering Ronda fought so hard to convince WWE to allow her to drop the title to Liv. She wouldn't accept taking it right back.
1: Or would she? Or
6: would she?
1: So let's be honest, you guys. Now we're trying to break it down. All right, uh, Vegas. He said Liv wins. Mm-hmm. Vegas agrees with you. Liv is the slight favorite. Now I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I don't see. I don't see. I don't see Liv beating Rhonda clean. I don't see a clean victory for Liv here. So it would have to be some type of interference. Because they obviously are not going to turn Liv, I mean, heal. So I could see a, a, let's see, a Bailey coming out just to interfere. I don't know. It seems slimy, you know what I mean? Even Charlotte coming out to challenge Liv. I mean, Liv is incredible. She doesn't have any credible wins. And I don't think SummerSlam is gonna be the place where she gets one over Rhonda. No. I mean, I don't see a credible win for her coming. I think this will be if if Liv wins, it won't be clean. If no. if Liv pulls it out, somebody will interfere. You know, I don't like real time Liv. She's not credible, but I'm not gonna rant. Keep going with this love. But Vegas agrees with you.
6: The undisputed tag team titles will be on the line again as they are defended by the Usos against the Street Profits. USO? These two teams tore the house down at Money in the Bank and I expect the same at SummerSlam. The Street Profits have been involved with the Usos for quite a while now because they are really the only tag team worthy of challenging the Usos at this moment. I predict the Usos will retain their titles and the Street Profits might show some signs of splitting up because of the loss, but if I'm booking, I would have the Street Profits win here and the Usos start the downfall of the Bloodline. More on that later. The tag team division is in desperate need of development, especially since RK Bro is no more. That can be done easily by having the titles be put on a few other teams. To bring some depth to the division, which has been top heavy for a while now.
1: All right. Um. Who he said gonna win? Who was the pick? Usos, right? Yeah. Uso but he said he wants the street face. Profits. He was booking it. Yeah. Profits. All right. Well, the Usos. Vegas agrees with you. They are the favorite. Um. I like the Usos. I like the bloodline. You guys know that. This guy's a wrestling fan. Like yeah. The
6: bloodline. Yeah. They're cool.
1: So <laughs> I want to be honest with you guys now. I like the street Profits but it's time for them to split. If you ask me,
6: yeah,
4: I'm
1: not ready for the downfall of the bloodline. I know a lot of people once again yelling that you're listening to Vice. How ah, are you not tired? Of I'm not. You know, you guys have been spoiled. Period. Wrestling fans are finicky and spoiled. I agree. You used to champions changing hands all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Deal with it. Acknowledge him. Deal with your tag team champions. And everybody said they want to get rid of the the brand split. Well, guess what? There's no more brands than the tag team division, and it's not really. I don't. I think you got plenty. Well, I mean, you don't got a lot of teams, but you got teams. You got more than normal because both the bills on one team. Yeah. So, I'm rooting for the Usos. Uh, I'm ready for the Street Profits to break. Um, Angelo Dawkins is okay, but Montez Ford is a star. The man spread his wings. I like wounds.
6: Montez. He's got a lot of spunk in him. He like, does. He's a really great talent.
1: He does. Hey, they could turn Bianca Hill and let her start talking to Montez and start telling him he the star of the group and he need to leave Ooh, the baggage behind. Ooh,
6: that's a good one.
1: Hey, I'm with that. Because
6: we all know we listen to our wives, that's correct? Right. Yes, okay. Ma'am. All right, keep going. <laughs> Another title match on the card is the U.S. championship match between Bobby Lashley and Theory. This seems like an easy prediction here, with Bobby retaining his title. If I was gambling, I would put my money on Bobby all day. That's my prediction. But if I'm fantasy booking, I've got wild plans. My idea would be to have Theory win via heel tactics, not clean. Then I would have Theory use his briefcase to take on Brock. I'll get to that later. And win the undisputed title, titles as well using heel tactics because he can't beat Brock straight up. Gary becomes the youngest WWE champion ever, which is currently Brock. I know crazy idea, but this is how I would do it.
1: All right, uh, he said uh, he said Bobby's gonna win. Correct. Yeah. All right, Vegas agrees with you. Bobby is the favorite, and if we remember from last uh, last PLE. You know, theory was the favorite, but I said I don't see theory beating Bobby, especially clean. And I'm in the same boat. I still don't see theory beating Bobby. I, I, you know, we talked before the show about theory possibly winning all the belts, getting the US belt, then cashing in the end and winning. I mean, that would be a great story. But the problem we got one problem here: Vince McMahon is gone. You feel me? Who is your dad? He gone. So I think I think it'll be a tough night for theory. It was a tough night for him on Monday going to have a tough night on Sunday. I, I, I'm i predicting that theory loses every damn thing. he lose the briefcase. he lose the U.S. Championship. Hey, that's how I see it.
6: Since I mentioned the undisputed WWE Universal Championship match, Uh-oh. let's talk about that. Let's talk about it. <laughs> My prediction is that WWE will have Roman retained, probably for the next 300 days, LOL. Yeah. So he can get to that important... Thousand days as champion level. Mm-hmm. But as you just read, if I was booking, I would do something way different. I would have Brock win the titles off Roman here after a long and brutal battle because I think he's literally the only person worthy of beating Roman at this point.
1: Brock lives. Also, uh, hold on. Come on, DJ. He said. Brock Wilson's the only person... That's worthy
6: co- person. Oh, you Not crazy. the only person oh, worthy Come on,
1: person. Detroit cow, Detroit cow. We, we got to do better than that. I mean, I, I don't like Drew beating Roman, but I'd much rather Drew than, than Brock.
6: Oh, yeah, I love Drew. I'd much
1: rather Theory than Brock.
6: Honestly, I honestly You me like
1: Cody that. over Brock.
6: Theory's just chef, got it, man. Give me Seth
1: over Brock. I think there's a lot more, more credible people that we could put than Brock, but go ahead.
6: Most definitely, Seth, because there's history there. Mm-hmm. Anyway.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: <laughs> also... Paul has been talking a lot recently about how Brock has ended a lot of other historical streaks, so it will be fitting for him to be the one to put an end to Roman's reign. <laughs> also, all the previous Monday Night Raw, Roman told Theory specifically to bring your, suit, your briefcase with you to SummerSlam and make the right decision. That, to me, sounds like Roman is telling him to challenge Brock and not Roman. After Brock wins... Theory comes out and challenges Brock and takes the title off of Brock. Then on the following episode of Raw, you see Theory talking a bunch of smack about how he beat both Bobby and Brock in the same night. And that is now that he is now the youngest WWE champion instead of Brock. Brock and Bobby come out separately and both use their champion's rematch clause to challenge Theory to a rematch that night. Theory loses all of his titles and goes back to the bottom to work his way up again. Oh, and this allows Roman to disappear for about a month again, lol. With all that being said, though, I predict WWE will go to the predictable route and have both Bobby and Roman retain. And theory, either not cash in or fail his cash in.
1: All right, so who you said is going to win the match now? <laughs> Look, Detroit Kyle says is going to win the match. Detroit Kyle. That was an, I, by the way, while she's looking to see who you said was going to win I'm the sorry, match. I'm sorry,
6: that was a long <laughs> one. <laughs> why hey, she, Kyle. While
1: she looks that up, I'm, I'm going to talk about your uh, your fantasy book in here, sir. Now, I ain't going to lie. Bloodline fan here, sir. We the ones. You know what I'm saying? Roman Reigns. As I said earlier, wrestling fans are spoiled. You're spoiled. You used the new champions there three months.
6: Well, he said it at the last sentence.
1: What?
6: He said that he thinks that Bobby and Roman will both retain. Okay, there it is. So, he did say that. Alright,
1: so, uh, he says Roman's gonna win. Guess what, sir? Vegas agrees with you. Guess what? Da-da. Mr. Wrestling fan agrees with Da-da. you. Miss Wrestling fan agrees Da-da. with you. Da-da-da. That is a lock. <laughs> That's
2: a wrap. Now, what
1: else I was saying, though, about your fantasy. It sounds good. But guess what? What sounds better? Roman being champ this time next year. Oh, yeah. that's Now, awesome. now, since we're talking about fantasy, I'm going to give you a 30-second fantasy booking for Miss Cali Wrestling fan. Roman keeps the championship until next year's SummerSlam, which will put him around 1,050 days, give or take, and then i would have him drop it, and then, you know, leave TV until the Royal Rumble, come back, win the uh, Royal Rumble, and go back for the belt, and win the championship again at the next WrestleMania and be champion for two more years. You're getting spoiled, fans Yes well, They're spoiled, baby You're spoiled, you want a new champion Man, we want a new champion, guess what? A real champion, you gotta beat When the Patriots Listen to a uh, uh, football function When the Patriots are champions Everybody, man, I'm tired of them being champion. So what? When the Yankees are champion, I'm tired of the Yankees being champion. So what? Do something about it Oh, you can't Because we, you the twos and we the ones but you part of the Wrestling crew, so you part of the ones too. All right, let's keep going with this. There
6: are my predictions, and I hope you enjoy my fantasy booking ideas. Speaking of fantasy booking, I think SummerSlam is the perfect opportunity to bring back some much-expected talent to WWE. There are so many possibilities. Charlotte, Edge, Bobby Roode, Cody, Bayley, even maybe Bray Wyatt or John Cena or The Rock, who have all had rumors around their returns. Heck, if, if I'm Paul LeVasque, or Triple H, sorry guys, I'm, in, I'm immediately calling Sasha and Naomi, and I am begging for them to come back. I would pay them anything they wanted because I love them both and miss them dearly. If you guys could see anyone coming back at SummerSlam, who would you want to see most? Is there another name I didn't mention? Let me know. I would love to see WWE swerve us and change the trajectory of multiple stories and characters and throw us some surprises. I'm really excited to watch and see all of my predictions go wrong as they usually do, ha ha ha, but that's okay because I'd rather be wrong than see WWE be predictable. This SummerSlam has the possibility to be something amazing. I forgot one match for my predictions. The Mysterios versus Judgment Day. I probably forgot about it because I don't really care to see this match again. Who do? <laughs> I predict the Judgment Day to win this match. And Rhea will interfere. That's about all I have to say because we've already seen this match. And the Mysterios won. So I guess the Judgment Day gets this one. Who cares, really? I don't even care to fantasy book this match. haha. Mm. But I wanted to make sure it was included in my predictions. Peace out, everyone. P.S. Matt, you need to join our fantasy football league that Michael Ritter set up.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is Join up, Matt. Shout out to my boy Detroit Kyle. Now let's What's go to your up, uh, last point first. Judgment Day versus Mysterios. Judgment Day goes over. Vegas agrees with you. Yeah. I mean, I think Judgment Day wins. I think we see uh Dom Family turn on Ray. I mean, I think that's the culmination, Ray's going for the hot tag and he goes to tag and Dom just gets off the apron and just looks at him and shakes his head, no, as your boy Damien and Finn Balor come in and clean him up. And then Dom comes in and he's the one that gives him the concerto to the head. Now I want to say. I don't like Finn and Judgment Day. I know a lot of people are probably shocked. I need. I want arms and a half Finn back. I want. I do. Demon yeah.
6: Finn. Yes. Finn. Yeah. Yeah. Demon like, King. I'm not really prince, feeling. My bad.
1: Yeah. I'm I not, like the prince. I'm not really feeling this. This heel Finn. I don't, I don't like it. I mean, I'm going to be honest. You know I'm going to heal a lot. i call love. it the
6: purple disaster.
1: Yeah. I mean the Undertaker light. Like. And <laughs> what, what is saying. with
6: Damien Priest over here taking Undertaker's trench, trench coat, coat and cutting the arms off as if he was Bill Belichick.
1: And making it, it shiny. <laughs>
6: shiny to fit his style like hold on man can, can we at least not copy robes
1: <laughs> he think he and uh, Moana shine, what's next we?
6: somebody coming out with Ric Flair's designs like yeah. oh, come on dude don't.
1: please don't be um, original on point though um, he asked us who would we want to see come back okay want implies that we can fantasy books, sir so that's what we're gonna do who do I want to come if I can pick anybody give me an MJL oh. <laughs> You uh, feel, <laughs> but honestly, no, that ain't gonna happen. As a but,
6: as a want, and how I think yeah. is that well, he, he said want.
1: Another. So do you want? Uh, you want a Bray? You want the theme back?
6: I would want that, but I I'll mean,
1: get, oh, if he's saying want, I want the Undertaker back. Then. Yeah,
6: <laughs> but I I want somebody who's recent. Probably Charlotte. Like I love Charlotte. She'll be in town oh, this queen. weekend. Yes. for her dad yes. and her hubby. Ric flat last match is the yes. next night. Here in, in Nashville, in Tennessee, Nash- Tennessee. Nash- Nashville. or Smashville, week. you guys—Smashville
1: or Cashville, whatever you want to call it—whatever
6: you're into, whichever sport, there's yeah, we- a name for it, buddy. We got it all. <laughs>
1: but this week is Nashville wrestling. Don't listen to uh, it's Trash. Nashville
6: Mania. That's yeah. what it is. Don't
1: listen to Trash Man tweeting. He don't know <laughs> nothing about. He talking about he go to Portland wrestling shows. Come on down here to Cashville, buddy. We got the we got the uh, Star Starship 5, StarCast 5 wrestling convention right now with all them little wrestlers you can talking about.
6: Undertaker, the Wild Horse.
1: Hey, Wild Horse Saloon. Yeah, you got the Undertaker. Then you got uh, SummerSlam. Yeah. Then you got Ric Flair's Last Match the very yeah. next night. Then we got Bianca Belair in our local town. Uh, uh, Laverne, Tennessee signing autographs. It's lit! in Nashville yeah
6: we're gonna have a
1: good weekend so shout out to all the, the little wrestling fans out there if you're looking for a good time this week Nashville come on to the is field. the it city hey we the it city we doing it it oh, yes oh.
6: thanks man I like to wipe them out hey, man yeah
1: it is He done us some he's the best so hey so we're who's gonna... next and speaking of as I said earlier shout out to Detroit Kyle you part yes, of the Kyle's Wrestling man. crew shout out to you um, and if you're listening, Michael Ritter, are you listening? Guess what? Thanks to Tommy S. Shout out to Tommy S. Yeah. And shout out to Detroit Cow, who you just heard from. Yep. You, Michael Ritter, I have now been accepted into the Casual Wrestling Crew. Shout out to you. Now, with that being said, we're gonna move on to our next level, and this comes from none other than Alex the French guy, our current WWE Podcast European champion of the world. Now we're gonna get straight into your letter, sir, in three, two, one.
6: Yo, casual wrestling couple. Your current, your current European champion here, Alex the French guy. Mr. Casual Wrestling fan, as last takeover show, what do you think of recent booking of Gunther? Gunther!
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gunther, I like Gunther, I ain't gonna lie. Oh, he asking. I ain't gonna lie, to you guys. Um, I like Gunter. Yeah, I like to smack them Chops that's all
6: he likes I don't like what
1: he doing the Lou week though like I don't Uh, feel that Kaiser I don't like how he's doing Kaiser right now you're supposed to be a team link up do the team thing and be happy with that now I'm gonna be honest with you guys we're gonna be honest right now it's funny because as we watch wrestling with our daughter and I have to sit up here and explain to her why he keeps hitting his friend, even though his friend won the match. <laughs> That's funny to me. Daddy, yeah. why he hit him? He won. <laughs> well, he didn't win won. the right way, baby. <laughs> you
6: got to learn a lesson. Anyway.
1: All right, keep going. On a more
6: serious note, with everything that is happening, we all have that the feeling that it is the beginning of a new era in WWE. With that in mind, what is your favorite moment of the PG era? I right,
1: um, I'm going to be honest, you guys. I ain't really like the PG era like that. But if I'm picking, ah. Let's mm, mm. see. If I pick some Roman stuff, everybody's going to be mad. But I'm still going to pick some Roman stuff. I don't care. Roman in the belt. How about that? Roman versus Jay, who's so hell in a How about that? Roman, WrestleMania versus Dan Brown, Edge, because he kicked their ass. How about that? I mean take your pick. I'm on Roman, I'm on Roman Wave right now. Uh alright. Randy and the Fiend. That was a good match. Undertaker AJ. That was a great match. I know you said PJ era. I'm giving cold era. So what? It all runs to go. Hey,
6: AJ and Undertaker, that was kinda cool. I know
1: people don't like cinematic matches. I know they
6: don't, but that was actually awesome. I'm good. sorry. That was different. It good gave match. us something in a different view. It
1: did. I'll take it all day long, twice on Sunday. Oh, uh, Yeah, we'll take that.
6: Mine would have to be the rise of the yes movement <laughs> in the culminating point at WrestleMania 30. Au revoir.
1: <laughs> Au revoir, buddy. Now, as the first guy, we got not Daniel Bryan, fans. That's all right. No, no, Danson. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that. Right. rebella's
6: Bella's husband.
1: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But shout out to Addicts <laughs> the French guy, buddy. You keep writing in. Thank Guess you. what? You write it, we read it right here on the WWE SummerSlam Takeover Mailbag Show. And we're going to go on to the next person. And it's going, ah, oh, we got another Casual Wrestling Crew member.
4: Yeah. Dr.
1: BGB. Shout out to the resident physician here with the Casual Wrestling Crew. And we'll get straight to your letter, Dr. BGB, in three, two, one.
6: I'm back. Woo. You guys are back. What a time to be alive. That right. Here with the number one couple of the wrestling podcast world, Mr. and Mrs. Casual wrestling fan, hoorah! Hoorah! This is the certified one of a kind, Dr. The Casual Wrestling Crew. Right. Say it with me, Dr.
1: BGB. B-G-B. And I do.
6: <laughs> now it's my favorite time of the summer for two reasons. One, I'm on the beach enjoying some vacation time. Two, SummerSlam. Now, without further ado, I want to hear your thoughts on what match. Are you both looking forward to most?
1: All right. Pause. What, what match are you looking forward to most? I mean, I'll be honest I'm now. Becky
6: and Bianca, that's that's what All I'm looking right. forward for.
1: Becky and Bianca will be a good yes, match. Yes, it's
6: going
1: to be interesting. Uso Street Profits will be a good match. I mean, I know people don't like Roman Brock, and I'm going to be honest. I just, really, I, I just want to see Roman win. I mean, I want to see Theories Antics. Anything with theory is going to be interesting. I want to hear the fans boo Logan Paul.
6: Yes. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I ain't really care about Pat McAfee, Corbin. But I don't care about Lil' Ronald. But yeah, I agree with you. Becky, Bianca is probably the best straight up match on the card. Interesting at least. Yeah, on the card. All right, Uso Street Profits, that's interesting too. But yeah, Becky. Mine
6: has to be Rollins versus Riddle. (laughs) Because they will burn the roof down in the ring.
1: It ain't no roof in Nissan Stadium, but we get what you're saying, sir. Now, assuming Riddle ain't hurt, so that's why we didn't look at the Riddle self-match. Assuming Riddle ain't hurt, they're going to have a bang.
6: Probably. And my next question is, what match do you think will be the surprise of the night with the outcome? For me, it's Bianca versus Becky. (laughs) I have a feeling Becky could regain the championship. I'm glad somebody's with me. I have a feeling. Let me know. What you both think about those questions? I just have a few things left to say.
1: Uh, he said, Becky's gonna win." Mm-hmm. Vegas disagrees with you, sir. That's Bianca okay. is the favorite, but Mrs. Castle Russell. I can. agree with you. Agrees with you. I'm gonna be honest. sir. We're think, not alone. I think it's a toss up, and if you <laughs> if you can see our paper right now, my name ain't beside no name because I don't know who to pick. So I'm gonna be honest, you guys, Beck and Bianca. That's a toss up. That's a coin flip, mm-hmm. but. But, for the record, Bianca is a heavy favorite. So. Mm-hmm.
6: Number one, acknowledge your tribal chief, Mrs. Dennis.
1: Miss McGinley. Or
6: huh? else. And if you don't, we got two words for you.
5: Suck
1: it.
6: All right. This is the doctor signing off until next time. I'll chat with you all real soon. I'm out.
1: Hey, shout out to the Casual Wrestling Crews.
6: Yeah. Number
1: one physician, Dr. BGB. Hey, the Casual Wrestling Crew, we quick to tell somebody to suck it tonight, ain't we?
2: Yeah, <laughs> <you are.
1: laughs> I love it. Shout yeah. out to Shout out to the doctor. We like that awesome, boy. Man. And guess what? Everybody listening in, you can join the casual wrestling crew too. You wanna know how? You gotta be invited. Ha <laughs> ha, ask Michael River. Ha <laughs> ha! But um we're gonna keep it moving. So shout out to the doctor. Hey, we like these letters, don't we?
6: Yes, we do. We're
1: going to keep it moving. Uh, Let's go on to our boy, none other than Grim Reefer. Yeah. Well, you got the coolest name. Grim? Hey, Grim, you the coolest guy ever. Hey, I'm going to be honest. You know he declined joining the crew? He hurt my feelings. But shout out to Grim Reefer You cool as hell man Guess what Matt told me all the PG words I can say So I'm going to be a little loosey goosey tonight So y'all hearing a little profanity It's not getting edited out It ain't nothing bad But shout out to uh, Grim Reefer We're going to read your letter sir In 3, 2, 1
6: Hey Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fang Grim here with SummerSlam spoilers Woo Liv versus Rhonda. Meh I'm not really bothered about this outcome. I can't stand either. Mm-hmm. But if I have to choose, I'll go with Rhonda. At least she doesn't cry every five minutes.
1: <laughs> hey, did I tell you who the coolest? She cries got?
6: so much, doesn't she? Man? She
1: a cry That's the only baby. reason
6: why she's there now.
1: What did Becky say to her? Cry, baby, Liv.
6: Cry, oh, baby, Liv. I love her accent.
1: <laughs> so I'm going to say this, y'all. This is why Girl Marie for cool. Guess what? Liv Morgan is not credible. Period. Keep going.
6: Not even professional. Not anyway, even.
1: Crabby. Miz
6: versus Logan Paul. Little tiny again, move. meh. But <laughs> I'm going with the Miz. Uh,
1: Vegas disagrees with you, sir. They're going with uh, Logan Paul, who is a heavy favorite. And just to rewind, he said Ronda was going to win. Once again, Vegas disagrees with you. Live is a slight favorite.
6: Bianca versus Lynch. I want Lynch, but I don't think they'll have Bianca lose twice in a row at Summerslam.
1: So who he picking?
6: He said he wants Lynch. He wants
1: Lynch, but
6: it alludes to Bianca. All
1: right, so Green, you didn't tell us straight out, so we're gonna just assume he said, "I want Lynch, but I don't think Bianca's gonna lose twice." That's fair. He's like you. So, which one is he saying though?
6: It sounds like he, he wants Becky, but he, he feels WWE okay. is going to give it so to him. So, we're
1: going to go with it like that, sir. So, if you're picking Bianca, then Vegas agrees with you. And it's a tough match, I'll say. It that.
6: is. It is with the history. It Pat is. McAfee versus Corbin. Pat Mac. Hard one to pick. I'll say Pat Mac. Pat McAfee.
1: Pat, Pat Mac's the favorite to win, sir. Vegas agrees with you.
6: Bobby Lashley versus Theory. The Almighty. I say. Theory wins with a cheap shot using the briefcase. I predict a big night for Theory.
1: Alright he said Theory for the win once again. Vegas disagrees with you, sir. And I'm gonna be honest. We have heard several. I don't know if you guys are paying, well, most of y'all patrons, we've heard several patrons say that they think Theory is going to win illegally. So hey, we're gonna see. A lot of people agree. What do you think? But you think you think Bobby's gonna you think Bobby's gonna lose? Yeah. Really? Y'all see, even Miss Casares fans. I hate it. I'm Team
6: theory y'all. I cannot help okay. it. I like This theory. boy has potential out of this world, and you guys who don't see it will see it. I promise you that. He's not going nowhere. Nope. Yeah, Daddy's gone, but guess what? <laughs> He's fixing to be adopted by Triple H and Stephanie, Ooh. I can tell you that. All right, moving on. They're not going to let a talent like that go to a, oh, I'm sorry, in another platform unnamed. A- oh, I didn't know we were yeah. allowed to say their name.
1: We're not sponsored by WWE. Oh, okay. Let me tell you for one second. I totally agree with you about Theory. I mean, Theory yeah. is a primetime player. He's in like four or five different storylines right now with four or five different people. At
6: 24 years old. He's
1: Duff. cold on the mic. Yeah. He he, he, a, he a bad boy. So, yeah, uh, shout out to Theory. I don't think he's going to beat the Almighty, but that's okay. Yes. Neither does Vegas.
6: Let's see. Did I do? Okay, Riddle versus Seth. This is a hard. I want Seth to win, but I don't want Riddle to lose. <laughs> but I'm going for Seth to win a return by Randy Orton. Is in play.
1: Oh, I like that. But All right, that now too. that match—it's
6: um, gonna be a hard match if it happens. If
1: Riddle isn't hurt,
6: I think it's a ploy.
1: Yeah, if Let's call yeah, it what it is? Yeah, if it is fake, fake news or work, if they will, I will pick Riddle. I mean, if I had to pick between Seth and Riddle, I'm going Riddle. Seth don't need to win. Riddle needs to win on the big stage and.
6: I'm going with Seth because no offense, like I don't like Riddle unless he's with Randy. Um,
1: and I'll say that that's that's a person that really hate hasn't. It. That's a person that hasn't been rumored much to come back as Randy uh, Orton. I know. Like, is he legitimately hurt bad? Is he back? So. Really hurt?
6: I think he really is hurt though.
1: But I say this: if Randy comes back, I want to see him RKO the.
6: Oh, you'll hear the biggest pop in the nation. I want to
1: see him RKO the crap out of Riddle. I want him to take Riddle's head off and say, "Hey." use your own moves. Yeah like
6: more of a I'm walking on stage and hi best friend Damn. and just
1: gig. Just curl up and gig. Yeah anyway.
6: that's typical bullying. Hey, hey. Alright Mysterios in Judgment Day. As this is a no disqualif- do- disqualification match I have to with the Mysterios after help from a returning edge.
1: Okay I can see that um uh, who do you say gonna win?
6: He said Mysterio. Yeah.
1: Vegas disagrees with you, sir. They got the judgment day going over. Um, I'm here for Edge. I just I wish they wouldn't have kicked him out of the group. I like the yeah. Edge and the Judgment Day. And I don't like Finn on the Judgment Day, it don't really fit him. I don't like the Judgment Day since edge been gone, but now they got real back. It's like she has that edge. Ha <laughs> pun. <laughs> edge has that edge. I just don't think I don't think Finn and D P really fit. Yeah. Damon Priest only works with Edge. Yeah. Anyway, sorry.
6: The Usos versus Street Profits. I want the Street Profits, but it will be the Usos, same boring finish.
1: Ooh, so now the 1D is not boring. 1 and 1. You do, Grill. I ain't gonna lie, you've been cool up until that little shot. That's okay, man. Guess what? You the two, and we the ones. But he said the Usos to win, all right? That's right. He knew who to pick, because Vegas agrees with you, and we agree with you, so that's a lock, sir. So, hey, keep it going.
6: Reigns versus Lesnar. I want the championship from Reigns so bad. But this is Reigns winning, then Theory cashing in. But it is a failed cash in as Brock recovers, F5-ing him, walking away for Reigns to crawl on him for the win. Cheers for now, Grimm.
1: That is, He picked Roman to win. Obviously, you know, Roman Reigns is a favorite. And guess what? Who else could you pick? Oh. I want somebody to write in and pick Brock. Why nobody right in picking Brock?
6: They're tired of seeing Brock. <laughs> they scared they know
1: Brock gonna lose. Yeah. <laughs> Why y'all won't pick Brock? One person can't pick Brock? Mm-mm. Mm, too bad. All right, let's go on to the next person. This come from, we ain't gonna say your whole name. So this come from Nathan P. From Patreon. Yeah. So shout out to you. And I don't know nothing about you, but welcome to the... SummerSlam uh, Bad Takeover Show With yours truly Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling fans So nice to meet you Nathan P You can't join the Casual Wrestling uh, Crew right now But at the end of your letter We'll let you know If you get in the group Let's go on with this letter.
6: Just finished watching Raw MSG And I have To say I'm really impressed With the first show Under Triple H Although it always Is a mini Pay-per-view When they head there But I'm really keen to see how his creative control pans out. Is Roman officially a face? No. He had that that crowd in the palm of his hand. (laughs) Talking with them, agreeing with them, Roman and the crowd were feeding off each other. Heyman even dissed New Jersey to get a pop. The bloodline were definitely not heels for the Raw show. And I loved it.
1: Alright, let me attack the first board. Now, I will say this. I know everybody's thinking that Triple H is going to take over and, oh, he's doing a good job. What you've seen was a Vince McMahon show, sir. Mm -hmm. I don't think, number one, I think people are giving Triple H too much credit or too much admiration to say, oh, he's going to change the game. He learned from Vince. He's a Vince McMahon guy. And, yes, he was a wrestler. But guess, guess guess why he was on top as long as he was.
6: I think we all know why.
1: Vinny Mac and I ain't I ain't crapping on him to say he don't deserve it and he didn't do work. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is expect the same. I don't know why everybody's expecting something totally different. Oh, it's going to be different. Now. It's going to be different now. It's still his family. It's going to be the same. Now as far as the bloodline, the bloodline is always baby faces in urban markets. When they go to a more urban market that actually is fond of the bloodline, it seems like their faces and they come out there, like when they went to Miami or Atlanta and some of these urban markets, New York, MSG, even when they did the MSG show against Brock, and he bloodied Brock. That's why they did it there, because the fans love him there. He's got love in urban markets. True? True. Look at their apparel. Their apparel is made to be worn by more urban people. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I'm just, and I ain't trying to break it down like, Matt. I'm just saying. Let's keep going with the level.
6: Next, let's talk about Theory. I'm with you, Matt. I see what you see in him, what Vince sees in him. He is a future star, but let's pump the brakes with him a bit. WWE has legitimately got Theory in four programs at the same time. <laughs> Feuding with Bobby as the lead up to the match on SummerSlam. He's also involved in the Brock Roman story as the contract holder. He's feuding with Madcap over on SmackDown. And also, this angle with Dolph Ziggler. On that note, how stupid was it? Was Dolph has came out for the last three shows and cost Theory the win. And then Dolph has a match. Theory gets out there and get out back on him. I can't believe he didn't get payback on Dolph during his match. But anyways.
1: Okay, I get what you're saying. Yes, it is weird that Dolph had a match and they wouldn't let Theory go out there to kind of give him mm-hmm. some same what you've been doing to me. Now, Theory, as we said to whoever we was talking to prior to you, sir, Theory is on another level. Is he not? Yes. Young, 24-year-old. He's doing great work. And I think he's going to be the man of the future. Now, I agree with you. It's a lot that because I said that again to the last person, that, you know, he is in four or five different views, but that shows how good he is. He can juggle three or four different shows on two different, I mean, three or four different views on two different shows, and it seems flawless. He's feuding with Bobby, even though they haven't really done nothing since after the last PLE. He's fueling Roman and Brock, even though he's just a contract holder. I don't like the Dolph angle, because I don't see a point in it. That's here nor there. But, you know, I like Theory, though. I don't like Faced off. All right, let's keep going.
6: Lastly, I wanted to ask you who the first ballot should and will be for this coming HOF. With Mania being Hollywood, do you think it would be Batista? Or do you think Triple H will be in as the first year of him being retired? Vince, and who do you think should induct Triple H? Until next week.
1: All right. I can see Batista. I can see Batista getting yeah, it. I, mean, I can too. He deserves it. Yeah, he does. Uh, I can. I can yeah. see
6: Stephanie doing Triple H though, considering oh, everything going on.
1: That could be. You could have a lot of people do Triple H. God, you could have. I don't know who would do Triple H.
6: Shawn Michaels.
1: Ooh, Shawn Michaels would be a good person. Shawn Michaels, Diesel. Yeah, Nash. the that's um, not bad. I
6: like
1: that. I mean. Undertaker for that matter <laughs> I mean okay not the Undertaker But I'm just no, saying thank you. There's a lot of people that could induct Triple H or, Not
6: Hunter But alright
1: But yeah let's keep it pushing I'm sorry I don't mean to rant you guys We just got a couple more messages So we're gonna knock these out ah, Okay Guess who this one is don't oh, know.
6: It's
1: Miss McGinley you I guys I knew it
6: by the look on your face
1: Miss McGinley So she showed up so, so she's been doing a lot of talking too
6: Uh uh-uh, uh de- girl Girl uh
1: uh-uh, uh you don't even go here <laughs> <laughs> I had
6: to I can't resist
1: I love Bianca <laughs> She's been, she been doing a lot of talking though We ain't talking about Bianca we talking about Miss McGinnis yeah. She's been doing a lot of talking She Ooh, delusional as ever You know what I mean so We're going to read Miss Delusional's letters so We're going to read Joe letter Because guess what ma'am You the twos and we, we the love. Wounds. Let's go.
6: Hey there to the Mr. and Mrs. Cat, Camel Face, Talking Donkey, Butt Licking. Well, that's rude. And just
1: so you know, y'all, that is not what he put on his paper. We just trying to make it seem like he know what he talking about. I'm
6: trying, you guys.
1: <laughs> I wish I could screenshot late, it.
6: Like Mr. Casual Wrestling says, he writes it, I say it. <laughs> yeah, we
1: I mean, And if, if I, they don't
6: write it right, I have to read it this way. And guess
1: what? She being nice to try to read it as nice as possible.
6: I'm trying. My voice helps. This, your heel of the podcast... You ain't based... nobody's
1: heel of the podcast. You just don't want to be. <laughs> don't know Don't know Does Roman walk around and say, I'm the heel of WWE? No. no. Does Demir say, I'm the heel of WWE? No. No. Does MJL say, I'm the heel of AEW? No. Only you suck so bad that you got to tell everybody you the heel. Keep going. You suck.
6: If you like males, Mr. If You Like The Other Sex, as in female, got that Mr. Camel... Mr. Dennis McGinley, I wrote in just to face-to-face to face you Miss on the McKinley. note. I know. All of your donkey butt looking camel-faced, talking crew cockroaches go bow to his head of the takeover show himself. You and your crew, this all you like, and I'll laugh it up in my dreams. I am out. Well, that was...
1: Your insults suck, boy. They are. Why are your insults suck so bad, man? Can ma'am? we get a
6: better structure in sentences? What's That'd a, be nice.
1: What's your, what's your uh, infatuation with camel tongue? I
6: don't know, that's weird. <laughs> he must like how rough it is. What? He must like how rough a camel tongue is.
1: Donkey butt leaking? What's up with all this leaking going on he here? He likes
6: a lot of four legged creatures. Ma'am.
1: You got to do better than this, man. <laughs> yeah, I would. You know, you guys, I, I was going to take off on him. I was going to really let him have, oh, excuse me, let her have it. But you know what? I don't even think it would my You have plan. to be
6: nice to ladies. You do. You do. But
1: I'm like okay. all call her punk ass. Oh, no. But <laughs> I'm going to do. Hey, that's PG. <laughs>
6: I'm
1: going to use my PG language. Technically,
6: he did say donkey in the email, so ass is pretty correct. So, anyway.
1: Can I say jackass? Yeah, that's what you are. There it is. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's what you are. A jackass. But that's beside the point. Point is, um, back on topic. I'm sorry you guys. We had a technical difficulty. But I'm back on your ass. You ain't nothing, bro. You can't even talk. You can't even spell. You can't even write. Yo your, your your insults suck. And you delusional. And guess what? I'm gonna mic drop ain't even gonna I ain't gonna hurt your feelings. I ain't gonna I hurt his feelings.
6: No, hurt feelings?
1: don't hurt it. right now. I ain't gonna hurt you. Their feelings.
6: feelings.
1: We that, we being non-binary. Their <laughs> feelings. <laughs> <laughs> See what? now, Miss has a wrist on throwing shots at you, Yeah, you damn near. That now. was unintentional. You getting even worse. Uh, What's going on? Well, I'm
6: confused here, Okay. I am too.
1: Is he a Miss or a missus?
6: I don't know. That's why I said there. See, man, really we gotta well. watch ourselves. Yes.
1: We not trying to insult none of the listeners. No. But if ask Miss McGinley, yes, you a punk He's ass. He's our main
6: target, guys. That's we okay. love everyone. <laughs> hey,
1: hey, everybody in the Discord, if you part of Cali Wrestling Crew, just just, just send him a, a pair of heels.
6: Yes, family members, do it.
1: There you go. See All you know, right. You no know what nah. Let me get one more on him. All right, last one, last one. Cause he stood up here talking about he want a match against me at SummerSlam. Ah. Oh. He that delusional. And someone's like, I'm going to be there. Where you going to be?
6: Well, I hope he wrestles better than he types.
1: He don't. He don't. You know what he sound like? A 60-year-old woman is playing like she a 30-year-old man. Get a se- life. It's
6: a Joe. <laughs> 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 anyway.
1: Play a shuffleboard. I bet you the cat woman, ain't you? You got a million cats at your no,
6: house. he plays Yahtzee.
1: You let him anyway. lick your bum hole too, don't
6: you? Oh, no. <laughs> There's a new Beavis and Butthead movie coming, yeah, guys. You might all, want to check it out. He's
1: talking about all this licking. That you need. I'm messed so, up. Anyway, go ahead.
6: Coming from your best, Randy the Patreon. Oh, man.
1: My bad. Hold on. Shout out. I'm sorry, Randy. Yeah, I, I, I totally got messed up by this. You sure did, Randy. Oh, boy, hey. Now, I didn't hold, forget hold you. Hold on. That's the Patreon. Patron, we took Randy off about two PLEs ago. Yeah. What's up, Patron? Man, shout out to the Patron. You wanted of the casual wrestling's first crew member to be real. Casual wrestling crews only. We was the one that put you first off jump. We gave you the nickname, Randy the Patron, and then took off Randy to just the Patron. So you know you want our favorites. And we're going to get straight to your letter, sir, in three, two, one.
6: Hey Casual Wrestling Family, it's the patron. I know been a little Been a little bit. So, what are your thoughts on Vince retiring? Also, who do you think they will bring back as far as talent? Do you think Triple H will make Sean run NXT full time?
1: I can see that. Um, <laughs> as far as Vince retiring, I'm going to be honest, you guys. Now, I'm going to take away all his sickness. I'm not talking about nothing in the media. You ask me a direct wrestling question about somebody's job performance and then retiring, so I will answer that only. This is not about his personal demons or what he does in his personal life, but I will say, wrestling is changing. Don't you agree?
6: I totally agree.
1: Wrestling will not be the same without Vince McMahon. And I know it's hard for us to think. But that, it was time. Yeah, you know, yeah, time or not, I don't think it was time. I feel like that wrestling will not be the same, or maybe wrestling will be the same because he made the blueprint, but Vince McMahon changed the game when it came to wrestling, and I think that we will not value Vince McMahon until about 5 to 10 years since it's been him, and we start to look back on our past to say, oh man, wrestling used to be blank, you feel me? He is, he gave you some of your top stars from The Undertaker, he created that gimmick, you know. So. I don't want to take none from Vinny Mac. He probably sucks as a person in his personal life. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. The 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 Google yeah. was a horrible idea. That was hilarious. <laughs> but um, and as far as Shawn Michaels running uh, NXT, okay, I'm in for that too.
6: So also, I, just running questions of of cause. Uh-huh. I'm at the national right now, lol, which is one of the biggest card shows. No, but, but do you think Zoe Stark will beat Mandy Rose for her title? And what do you think about Cora Hill turn? That's it this week. Time to go and get cards. The patron.
1: Shout out to the patron. Um, Let me say this. Cora J's heel. Wow. <laughs> we ain't watched NXT in a long time. And who would have known Mandy Rose still be champion? So, i say no. I don't think ain't Zoe got Stark. got nobody else. I don't think Anyway. Zoe, I don't think Zoe Stark's is good enough to beat I'm I don't
6: know but I can tell you one thing Mandy uh, can drop it And me not blink an eye Anyway moving on
1: But shout out to the patron yes. Thank you so Thank much for you. your email. Sorry we don't watch NXT man We be no, so busy we used
6: to. We're two, just a family and Soccer
1: season has picked up for us So you know we had to kind of fall off And get into our other parts But anyway shout out to the patron And we're going to move on Let me make sure Because, you know, sometimes Matt say we got one more and we don't. Let's see.
6: Let's make sure from you guys. Because we just love speaking with y'all.
1: Oh, snap. Guess what? It's the last one.
6: Oh, man. It's the
1: last one. No
6: way. Oh, we
1: say the best for last.
6: As usual. We
1: say the best for last. Tommy S. I
6: was wondering what we were going to hear from Tommy S.
1: That's my guy. Tommy I Ed.
6: was like,
1: did he not write in this Hey, book? him and Detroit Cow kind of got me. You know, they part of the Cal's wrestling crew. Shout out to Detroit Cow. Yeah, shout up, out to man? Tommy is They said man you went on football function, you ain't shout me out. Uh, my bad, <laughs> my, my bad, Tommy. We always shout-out shout, shout out our casual wrestling crew members. Yes. So, super shout-out to Tommy S, yes, man. You've been there You for, like, day two. You know, the patient was day one. You had to be day two. So, guess what? Shout-out to you. Shout-out to Detroit Kyle. And we're going to get straight to your little sir, because guess what? Them other people, like Trashman, Tweety, and Miss McGinley, they the tools, and we the done ones. <laughs> ones. Let's go.
6: Hi, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan. I'm actually looking more forward to your show than I am SummerSlam.
5: Hello.
6: I just can't get excited for it. As there are so many matches that see ho-hum to me in the end, I am sure they will put on a great show. And it is always a lot of fun chatting with everyone in Discord. Speaking of Discord, please tell me that you are finally going to let that little weasel, Miss <laughs> McGinley, have it on this show. She she has earned the wrath of the casual wrestling crew, and I'm looking forward to Miss McGinley getting what she deserves.
1: You know what? She deserved a whole lot, and you to rewind up a few messages ago, and I gave her a whole lot. I ain't gonna get, but guess what? We ain't gonna give her no more attention. We done with her. She a punk ass. Let's of all going. the
6: matches, I am the most excited for the Riddle Seth Rollins match. I think it's going to be a great wrestling match with a lot of close pins and it's my pick for match of the night both of them c- can do so much in the ring and this should be a classic
1: who he saying who he picked
6: well he said he's most excited for riddle and seth
1: oh man
6: and he didn't really say who he thought was gonna right. win
1: well we excited for riddle but
6: this is his match of the night pick
1: well, well, well guess what your match of the night pick might have just got injured yeah assuming they not hurt they would have a great match. Yeah. Who would you pick, Miss Callie wrestling for? Seth versus Rillin. We're going to them. Seth. Seth man. freaking Riddell. I
6: am a Seth freaking fan.
1: Come on, Seth freaking fan. I'm
6: rolling with the Rollins, okay?
1: Ooh, rolling with Rollins. <laughs> <be there>, <laughs> that needs to
6: be a t shirt. Don't you guys tell my idea. Rolling with Rollins. I'm going to print it on the press tomorrow. I like that. Thank you. I
1: like rolling with Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> I even like Seth freaking fan. That's straight too, but rolling yeah. with Rollins, that's hard. But well, guess what? I'm riding with Riddle. How about that? <laughs>
2: How about that? I'm riding with Riddle.
1: <laughs> so, hey, we got cool shirts. Y'all go to kylewrestlingfan.com.
4: <laughs> you,
1: you can get your Vegas agrees with your shirt. You're oh, rolling with wow. Rollins. You're riding with Riddle. I'm playing. That's rolling. hilarious.
6: <laughs> I love it, man. All right. Most of the other matches don't interest me that much. I do think the Usos versus the Street Profits could be a fun match with Jeff Jarrett as a special referee. I know most people, probably even Vegas, are picking the Usos, but I'm going to go against everyone and pick the Street Profits to win. If they don't... Go ahead. No, go ahead. If they don't, I think they will get into an argument at the end of the match, and this will lead to their split-up. I really don't know what I want to see more, as I like them as a tag team, but I also want to see Montez Ford as a singles competitor. Either way, this will still be a good match. But I think it's going to be hard to repeat what they did at the last PLE.
1: Well, guess what? Vegas disagrees with you. Vegas says the Usos. Mr. Cali Russell fan says the Usos. and and show the Miss Russell fan. I do That's agree with lot. the
6: Montez Ford thing. Totally. He has talent.
1: Montez Ford is the total package. I mean, he a bad yes. boy. He's animated. He's fun to He's watch. He's hilarious. He's hilarious. I like it. And... Yeah, yeah, they had the ropes. <laughs> and I could see them losing
6: the
1: I could see them losing and then doing, you know, a breakdown of argument Because, like even when his shoulder was up, it was kinda like a little yeah. back and forth about a whole can tell, long. yeah. So, you know, I would like for him to break up, I would like for uh Montez to go on to a singles career and you know, I'm gonna be honest, Angelo Docker's not doing it for me. And I know mm, everybody yeah, been saying I just saying,
6: don't know, I don't want to saying, but
1: Yeah, I don't don't think he'd make a good heel. I think Montez would make a great heel. I want to see Montez forward heel. Montez and Bianca. If you got
6: MVP in your corner, anybody can be a heel. Come on.
1: And, (laughs) you know, like I said earlier, you know, to have Bianca start talking to uh, uh, Montez and be like, you don't need him no more, you bigger than him, and then she turned him heel and they turned on Angela, I'm with that. So, um, but keep going. I'm sorry, I'm fancy.
6: You're fine. I was going to give my prediction on the Roman vs. Brock match, but Detroit Kyle told me that he already sent in his email, and we are basically thinking the same. So, I will just say this. I hope this is the last time we see this match as a headliner for PLE. Triple H, if you're listening, please, please, please split the belts back up and move on from these two. I have rumbled enough for one email. Thanks to the both of you for all you do. Hey. Blessings, Tommy. Hey, thank you, Tommy. That's so sweet. Thank
1: you, Tommy, yes, for being thank a great casual Wrestling crew member. Um, we're gonna get straight into your little email at the bottom. Yes. Shout out to Detroit Kyle again. Again. Hey. Um. Now let's be honest, you guys. As I said earlier, I'm gonna say it again. If you've been listening this far, you're probably tired of me saying it. But I'm gonna be honest with you. Wrestling fans today are spoiled infinity. You're spoiled because you can't take one person being champion for too long. That's true. Deal with it. Ric Flair was champion for like three years.
6: Well,
0: and he
1: lost the belt. And he got the belt back for another two. Deal with it. How long was a Bruno San Martino champion? Like seven years. He lost the belt and got it back for another five. Deal with it. It happens. A thousand day reign is great. But when you have a champion that that's good... You can't let it go. You guys, ask me a question. He's a heel. Everybody writes in and say I hate him. But he's got the highest selling merchandise in WWE. Does that correlate? No. WWE is a business. Yes. And they top heel. This double champion is selling the most merch out of everybody. You think you're going to pull the belt off of him?
6: Oh,
1: no. Seth Rollins don't sell merch. Seth Rollins just not got a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does AJ got merch? Yeah. Real got merch, but who buying it? AJ got
6: gloves.
1: When you go to wrestling shows, not even, even alright, I'll be honest, 85% of the shirts is bloodline related. It is what it is. Miss Russell fan would've had a bloodline shirt they would have ran out of her size.
6: <laughs> Man. I'm sorry, I'm just not, you know. But I'm on the small side of the spectrum exactly. and they run out of the small stuff, I guess.
1: So I'm gonna be honest, you guys. I it's know y'all summer. everybody's calling for WWE to pull the belts off Roman, but why would they? Why? He's the hottest thing you got on TV. Bloodline's the best thing going. Their apparel's moving like crazy. I mean, let's be honest. Triple H, if Triple H is listening, he ain't listening to the fans. He listening to the money.
6: Oh
1: yeah, I don't blame him. See, wrestling fans like to get on these little chat rooms and on these. say I ain't knocking you. I'm just being honest. We're gonna be honest right now as wrestling fans to do the same thing. <laughs> we go in here and we vent and we rant about what we want. But guess what? If all the fans is buying it, they showing you what they want stop buying Roman's apparel, they'll pull the belt off of him. True? Yes. If people wouldn't buy them, if, if Roman Reigns ain't sell another shirt I promise you the next It gets true, he lose. If people would stop New Day clapping I promise you, they wouldn't see New no Day no more.
6: Probably not.
1: <laughs> you feel me? If John Cena could come out and get booed and stop selling John Cena apparel 20 years later, you wouldn't see him no more either. If fans didn't chant Goldberg, you wouldn't see Goldberg. And everybody says, "Oh, I don't want to see Roman Brock." Well, guess what? The money says you do. <laughs> <I'm telling.
6: laughs>
1: when they selling these tickets and they selling these pay per views, and Brock Roman's the headliner, and they making more money than they made ever, why would they give you something different? Because you tell them what they want. They're winning. Exactly. So money, we gotta remember that sometimes WWE is a for profit organization, which means they're gonna do what's best for profits that's and right roman brock a hundred is what's best for profits you're gonna see roman brock 100 but shout out to tommy s sorry about for that mini rant buddy uh we love you being part of the Cal Wrestling crew shout out to detroit Cal. shout out to dj kuzmo shout out to trashman tweety shout out to permafied Cal, who we didn't hear from today but shout out to you anyway yeah. buddy Shout out, who else I'm missing? Shout out to Dr. BJ, uh, Dr. BGB. Yes. Shout out to Grim Reefer. Yeah. Who else I forget? Shout out to Nathan P. Who else I forget? No, you like, that's everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's everybody.
6: Really all the people I think love it, Is that everybody?
1: I think so. I said Randy Payton. We ain't shouting out Miss McGinley McGinley I wasn't I even going to mention him I punk. was going to let you roll with punk. the Rollins on that one You a punk Shout out to Alex the French guy That's what we forgot yeah. Shout out to everybody The WWE European champion Shout out to everybody who wrote in and everybody who listens to us every time we come aboard Now we're going to quickly give you some of our picks Now, you guys that listen to Matt know I'm going to be on the review show coming up for uh, SummerSlam, so you will hear my official picks then, but we're going to run through a a few little picks real quick. All right, you ready? Yes. We're going to be quick about it, you guys. All right, Mysterios versus Judgment Day. Who you got?
6: Shockingly, I said Mysterios, because guess what? It's that Vinte year. 20, if y'all don't know what that means in Spanish. Uh, But yes.
1: So, Mr. Calvary Wrestling Fan got the Mysterios. Mr. Calvary Wrestling Fan says Judgment Day with Dom turning on Ray. And Vegas says a Judgment Day. Oh. Moving on. Pat Mac versus Happy Corbin. Who you got?
6: Pat McAfee. I
1: got Pat Mac, too. And so does Vegas. So, All that right. is a lock. Moving on to Logan Paul versus The Miz. Who you got?
6: Miz.
1: Miz. I, I psh- this is tough bro I don't like Logan Paul man But I can see that punk you know what winning so. But I'm going to go with the Miz right now unofficially I'm going to go with the Miz But Logan Paul is a huge favorite you guys I'm talking minus 2,000 favorites oh Like all the money on Logan It take two grand to get a honey
6: there's
1: so, fixing to be a lot of broke people. Come on. You're me winning, yeah. There's whole lot Hey, I wouldn't even bet on that match if y'all want to Why I,
6: would you waste don't, that? Don't, oh, goodness.
1: Don't. $20 to get you a dollar. Oh, don't do it. That just
6: doesn't affect you guys. Yeah. But all right, yeah, moving please, on. Leave to that match alone. Steph and Riddle.
1: Steph versus Riddle, assuming it happens. You done heard it. But we're going to say it again. Who you got?
6: I chose for Seth, though. Uh-oh. But you chose. She
1: rolled over with Rollins, and I'm riding a riddle.
6: I'm rolling And, and
1: you know, there it is. So, we're going to keep going. Bobby versus Theory. Who you got?
6: I got Theory. Ooh. Theory going to be that young age champ. I'm Ooh. telling you. You guys, he has so she much potential.
1: She said he's going to be the youngest two-time U.S. champion ever. And I gotta ride with Bobby. I don't see I don't see Theory beating Bobby Queen. And I don't see him beating him by a crook. So, alright, let's keep it put. Um oh, in Vegas. doo has uh, Bobby going over. Now we got Usos. The Uso's versus the Street Prophets. Who you got?
6: We are the ones. Ooh. What?
1: We the ones. Guess who Vegas are gonna win? We the ones! <laughs> Guess what that is? A lot. Let's move on to Little Time Live versus the world's saddest woman, <laughs> Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Who you got?
6: Not by choice, but I chose Ronda. Hey,
1: I'm going Ronda too. I hope she break live on. I hope
6: she does something.
1: But Little Time Live is a slight Vegas have a favorite in Vegas. Okay. Moving on to Becky Lynch, Big Time Becks, Becky No Belts versus Bianca Belair. Who you got?
6: I'm with the big time bucks.
1: Ooh, big time for the big time. Going with big. I'm gonna be honest, you guys. I like Becky
6: Lamb.
1: I'm not picking. I, I haven't picked because this is. I two. love
6: Bianca too, though. I wish both ladies a really great match that night.
1: It is. I mean, it should be. It will be. You know, looking at the card. I mean, it's probably gonna be the match of the night. It's without interesting. Without a self riddle and theory real bad boys, so anything theory do is hard. But without self versus riddle, Pat McHappy. No. No. Logan Miz, no. no. Mysterio's Judgment Day, no. Mm-hmm. Bobby Theory. Like I said, Theory cold, but I think if it ain't Becky Bianca, it's going to be Uso Street Profits. Possibly. Anyway, um, next, Roman Brock. Before we get to that match, do you think Theory will cash in? How are we going to see a Theory cash in? I
6: think so. Yeah, I do too. But I don't think it's going to be when people
1: think either. What do you think? Mm-hmm. I don't know. See, this is my thing. I think Theory's going to have a bad night. He's going to get his butt whooped by Bobby. And then he's going to cash in out of desperation. He's going to try to run in there and get some. And guess what? Roman and Brock going to give him all he want. <laughs> I, I see him being like that little fly they keep beating up and getting yeah. thrown out the rain. Yeah. Alright. But outside of that, who do you think wins the match? Roman versus Brock for the WWE Universal Undisputed Championship of the World.
6: My tribal chief. My <laughs>
1: tribal chief. Acknowledge him. Roman Reigns. How else can you have it? You know Vegas agrees. We did gotta have to need paper for that. Ah Vegas agrees with you. But they go out a little those are our um I guess you say unofficial picks. You can tune in whenever Matt posts our, <coughs> our review show. I think it's coming out on Friday, so you can check that out then. You can hear the official picks from Mr. Castle Wrestling Fan. We love doing the shows. They're once a month, APLE, and I think the next time you're gonna hear us is gonna be Clash at the Castle, which I think is in September, right? Yes. So it's gonna be a nice little hiatus that you won't hear from us. So until then, you write in to Matt, you email Matt, you give him a piece of your mind. I want y'all to write in and make him say Gunther. Of saying it right, it ain't gunther, it's gunther. You got smack it every time you say it, too. By the way, yeah, I can see that, <laughs> but anyway. Well, you got anything you want to tell the people before we sign off?
6: Have a good SummerSlam night.
1: Hey, get ready for SummerSlam, you guys. I ain't got to go down the line. You know who you got. I normally do it. I ain't gonna do it tonight. So, all we're gonna do is leave you with you, the twos, and oh. we, oh. the oh. ones. Oh.